Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room games. We are now at episode five of season ten. Why are you smiling at me like that? You normally say escape room puzzles, not oh, escape I? What room games. I, say I said escape room games? You've done this for almost five years. What happened? I guess I just don't know. Okay, the show. show's changing up. Alright, we're doing something. Who knows what's games. gonna happen? This is episode five of our current standalone episode season of Danny's Rooms. I'm excited for this one. one. I've done the playtest for this, and I think it's a very fun room. Every episode we have guests come on to play through a room that exists only in Danny's mind and an iPad and a couple of like Google Drive files and some old notes just written in a notebook. People are going to find it. Just a whole Shut bunch up. of things. And this episode we have two returning guests, but I don't believe they played together. We have Adel Rafai and Janet Varney. Welcome. Can you tell which one of us is which? <laughs> no, we switch places. We've been through this before, Billy. I have to introduce them one at a time. I know. You very deftly solved my initial puzzle of introducing two people at the exact same time and having yeah. them talk over each other. The solution was we both took on a Mrs. Doubtfire persona <laughs> and just said, oh, hello. <laughs> but the good news is you're both having wonderful childhoods because of it. Yeah. <laughs> we did this for you, kids. So uh, we've had both of you on the show before. Adel, we've had you on a few times with the rest of the Hey Riddle Riddle crew. Mm-hmm. And Janet, we've had you on as as Janet. I think you played with Neil on the first on the episode you were on before? Mm-hmm, yeah. Have the two of you done escape rooms together before? We've done everything but. <laughs> we've... <laughs> <laughs> Janet, Janet has been on Hey Riddle Riddle numerous times, and she's now, I think, officially a co-host. And That's we great. have talked about doing an escape room in L.A. We've, we're both fanatics, but I feel like we always just kind of miss each other wherever we're at in terms of scheduling a game. So this is perfect. We're very excited to, uh, to do this together. Yeah. Do you think you'll have clashing styles? We don't know. We don't know what our escape room chemistry is going to be. Wow. And Janet's already done what she said she'd do. She told us on Hey Riddle Riddle that anytime she's in an escape room, she repeats herself. And she just said, we don't know. We don't know what we're going to do. So it's already happening, folks. You're witnessing prime Varney. What a, yeah, so th- that's this is what's unusual, perhaps, about this particular uh, Escape This Podcast, is that when Adel said we've done everything but, he also means that we have meta-analyzed who we as individuals mm-hmm. tend to be in yeah, an escape room, really. which is sort of a weird pressure, because now I expect Adel to be magnanimous and helpful <laughs> and sort of like diplomatic and democratic, because that is how he is being and described. And hydromatic and, and diplomatic. Hydromatic. <laughs> Why is oh, no. I expect him to be grease lightning on this podcast. And then I uh, just said a bunch of horrible things about myself uh, (laughs) vis-a-vis how I behave in escape rooms and then said, don't worry, I cycle through all the horrible ones so none of them are consistent. You just have to experience each phase and then at some point maybe it'll settle on something that everyone can tolerate. Mm -hmm. Um, So now I feel pressured to, I I feel actually pressured to deliver disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I think though. Danny, your rooms are so good I think that all of that stuff, all of the baggage we're bringing in about what kind of escape room person we are is going to just drop away because we're not going to have time to think about that mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we're there to be in the moment, two buddies doing an escape room together. Yes. So I think I think all of that's going to fall away. So we've sort of transitioned already into the first question we always ask our guests, which is what is your escape room experience? We've had Mm. you on the show before, so I'm sure we've got like a a nice overview. So has anything changed in your escape room experience since you were last on the show? Uh, uh, Janet, do you want to 
start? I don't think I've done anything other than replaying all of the beloved uh, Cube Escape room, quote unquote, rooms on my iPad. I don't think I have done anything escape room oriented at all uh, in the last year since I saw you guys. And Adel, what about you? Have you had any escape room experience over the last year or so? Yes. I recently played on Steam. I played something called Escape Simulator, oh, which, yeah. is, which I thought was so much more fun than I was expecting. I thought it was really cool. Uh, the controls took me, there was a bit of learning curve with the control controls, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it ultimately. And then I also, uh, I went to South Dakota at some point and we played, I think we played two rooms and both rooms. I don't know if this is like South Dakota specific, but both rooms we played with just us cause you know, COVID, but the, the person running the game, there were moments where they'd come into the room and they'd be like, okay, so here's where there would be. It's a giant face on the screen telling you this. And then they'd pull out an index card and read it. So it was like different parts of the room were like shut down or they didn't. I don't know what was happening. But but there's like two or three times per room where they're like, here's what would have happened. But this is not working. And so it was like, oh, and yet we still paid $80 for this. Like it was kind of a bummer. But. Um, it's just yeah. a quick. It's a quick transition to into escape this podcast. Yes. Close but your I, eyes and imagine this cool <laughs> thing happening. Yeah, but ultimately, you, have the, you yeah. get to do that because you designed it that way. They maybe don't have as much of a. Yes. Ultimately, I was yeah. happy to support. Uh, you know, if they were struggling or anything, I'm happy to do it. But yeah, it was just kind of funny. We okay. had on one of the very first uh, rooms that we ever mm-hmm. played. They had uh, one like sequence where a thing would like appear from the roof and like lower down in a really interesting way. So and far, the you're previous describing group, Santa. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the previous group had had uh, apparently leapt up and just grabbed yeah. it out of the yeah. ceiling they were and broke it. They were worried about the time, so they leaped into the air, grabbed it, like just ripped it out of the ceiling. And so when we got there, when it got to the part where that was meant to come in, the game master ran in with the object. And was like, da 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 da. da here it is. <laughs> Did a little flourish and, and handed him. it as a good uh, bless uh, him. Can, I say, of can I say quickly, this was maybe three years ago, but I did an escape room. Uh, I won't say where because I don't want to spoil anything. But at the very end, it, it got down to like the last five minutes. And all that was left was this statue of a cat that was like heavy and high quality. And we were like, we don't know. There's a group of five. And we're like, we don't. We've checked everywhere. We've done everything. All that's left is the statue. And it got down to four minutes, three minutes, two minutes, one minutes. And then finally, I just grabbed it and threw it down and smashed it. And inside was the key to the door. And I was like, thank God. Because it could have gone so wrong. It broke into 500 pieces. And as we left, we saw a a, um, wooden, what do you call it? Like a plank of wood with uh, like a whatever that they put boxes on. A shelf? Or no, but the. (laughs) A shelf. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Uh, You know, the wood. Pallet. Pallet. Thank Uh you. There was a wooden pallet with a crate of like 500 of those cats. And I'm like, mother. Uh... Oh. But truly, it was very anxiety inducing. (laughs) And it's like that's always fun, except for whoever owns the next escape room you go to. Yes, that's the person who suffers yes. because you're going to be going. Oh, I can't open this box! Ah, oh, get it out of here! Yeah. Spa- <laughs> They've probably got a pallet of these outside. That's an investment to have all those. Yeah, made. yeah. and they swept It'd be up funny for a good they, fifteen they, minutes. You, you, they led you past that when you were going in. <laughs> Just, we didn't have another way to. That was the only place we could store it. Uh... <laughs> Uh. All right. So the other aspect of this show is it's escape rooms mixed with a sort of tabletop role-playing feeling. Uh, What is your tabletop role-playing experience? Has anything changed in the last year? How is that for you, Uh, Adol? Do you want to start this time? 
Yeah, I mean, I've played uh, a lot of tabletop games. Most recently, one called me and JPC played one called Quacks of Quedlingburg, which is now one of my favorite games I've ever played. It's sort of a bag building game where you're building a bag full of you're a witch making potions and you build a bag full of tokens. Um, (laughs) It's extraordinary. It's kind of a press your luck mechanic. But I've played that a lot. I've played a little bit of D anD D, and and that's yeah, that's about it. Oh, lovely. And uh, and and Janet, what about you? Again, I don't know that I've done any RPG stuff since the last time I saw you. I did a a, a what you call it, Cthulhu table <laughs> shelf. The something, the something of Cthulhu. That's a yeah, RPG. Call of Cthulhu, yeah, 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 yeah. I, call of Cthulhu. It's not even that hard. Janet, I think uh, what I you that, meant to say is was you went to Cthulhu Lemon. <laughs> and bought some workout I got some pants. Tremendous yoga pants. Yes, but I think I, I think that was before I saw you. I think mm. basically what you what you're learning is that my life shut down after <laughs> I did the this your podcast with Neil. Um, all of my puzzle solving experience was funneled directly into my Hey Riddle Riddle appearances and nothing more. <laughs> and I was almost just dormant. Uh, when I wasn't doing that podcast, so I've just I've just been awakened like an automaton for this podcast, and then I'll go back into some sort of cave. Ladies and gentlemen, she different runs from the on cave I'm recording yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's perfect. It's it's an interesting time. I feel it. like all for, the puzzle energy is for us. And I, but I feel like like the last couple of years, like pandemic years for tabletop role playing, have either had everybody never play at all because you can't get to people anymore or some people are finally playing for the first time in years because everyone's online and they can finally sit, get all their friends together. It's sure. been a very interesting time for, for I know for, for myself, I've been playing more tabletop role-playing games in the last few years than I have for a long time Must just be because nice. everyone's online waiting to play it is nice thank you <laughs> no i sorry sometimes i sound sarcastic but i'm genuine that must be nice <laughs> that must really be quite nice when that, yeah. well i think we're good to go i think we're ready to get into this version of tabletop role playing and escape room mm-hmm. puzzles i said it right that time danny would you like to get us started absolutely let's do this i say us i'm not playing <laughs> my job's done i'm going home whoa 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 mr I've in charge the of the images You'd better not slack off. All right. I asked him if he wanted to do voices in this room, and he said no. No, I said no. Oh, really? Honestly. It's just it's just because Danny's voices are very good. You got to you got to prepare for them. They're very good. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is going according to plan so far. Just keep calm, keep focused. Pretty soon, both of you will be home and free, and you'll have broken your friend out with you. It wasn't Facade's fault she ended up in here. It was her roommates. There were three of them in total, one good one and two who never liked her. Always blamed her for everything that went wrong. The good one always defended her, but then what happened? He moved out. So, since about the start of autumn, Facade's been left to the mercy of the two cruel ones who were just waiting for an opportunity to strike. And that opportunity came three days ago. Facade got herself in a little bit of trouble. Barely a scrape, nobody even injured, she just got a little dirtied up. A lot dirtied up. And there was some yelling about behavioural issues that needed stamping out. But you two have been her friends for ages, and you know she's not the type of girl who deserved to be put away. Well, you knew where the facility was, and you concocted the perfect scheme to get her out of it. Adult, you and your roommates always go in the car together on weekends, so on today's trip, you acted up really badly. You threw a total tantrum, the likes of which nobody had ever seen since you were tiny. Such an episode that you knew your roommates would have you put away. 
And Janet, you and your roommates go for extra long walks together on Mondays and Fridays, and on the long walk two days ago, you uh, accidentally let yourself get a little bit dirtier than usual. Not enough that anyone would comment, but enough. And then yesterday, you got even dirtier. And today, you got so absolutely filthier that there was no way anything but the strongest of industrial cleaners could fix you. And now, here you both are. Inside the Pearl Lotus Doggy Day Spa and Training Facility. You scoped Um, all... Okay, I was going to say I eat a dog, but you go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Oh, so so far my personality is that I'm dirty. Hmm? (laughs) Mine's that I'm a baby who throws tantrums. (laughs) You scoped out the floor plan and the details as you were brought in this afternoon. First, the reception area. Front door and the south wall. That'll be your exit. To its left was a desk for the receptionist, with a phone, a little handheld scanning device, and a bunch of charts. To the right were chairs for the humans waiting to pick up the victims. Victims? They're prisoners? A few posters lined the east wall. The north wall had two big shelves against it with a hallway going further north in between them. Uh, bookshelves are a planks of wood at all that uh, you could sit oh, stuff on. It's like a pallet? Like an upright uh-huh. pallet? Yeah, like a multi-tiered pallet. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. okay, all right. On the left of those shelves was a whole bunch of pet food, and on the right one, something called homeopathic remedies. Mm-hmm. An employee took you down the hallway, which had a door in its left and right walls and a big open room at the far north end. The left door was labelled grooming area, and the right door, cage room. And the big room at the end had a sign pointing to it that said agility course. Oh my, okay. The two of you are steered into the cage room and led into a cage each on the bottom row, where you are locked in with nothing but a bowl of water. Uh-huh. <laughs> Things are starting to become a little more clear to me. Okay, this is turning into saw, but all right. <laughs> saw with dogs. Saw with mm. dogs. Dozens of sad, sympathetic eyes look down at you from the other cages, and there's one pair of eyes that looks familiar. Well, what are you guys doing here? Says Facade, baffled. And the two of you grin. Prison break, you say. Some of the other dogs laugh. Sure, they've probably been stuck here for years. They've forgotten what freedom tastes like, abandoned all hope. But you two, you are the smartest dogs around. Adel, you're a poodle, and Janet, you're a border collie. You know so (gasps) many tricks. Sorry, that's very exciting. I love border collies. (laughs) (laughs) One one of my dogs is part border collie, so I feel very Um, close to him right now. I'm going to get him. And I'm a poodle. Hurrah. Hyperallergenic. Hyperallergenic. Hypoallergenic. <laughs> it's hyperallergenic. And my parents have a doodle, so they've got everything. <laughs> so we're in the cage room. We were led through the hallway to the right and yeah. into the mm-hmm. cage room. You are currently in the cage room and in cages. And but so, Danny, can I ask, you... have we always been dogs or we got turned into dogs? You were always dogs this whole time. Okay. Otherwise, it'd be pretty weird that throwing tantrums and getting dirty would lead you to being imprisoned. Oh, you've never had roommates. <laughs> you've never seen Girl Interrupted. Okay. <laughs> um... So the all two right. of you, the smartest dogs around, you know so many tricks, even the humans aren't aware of all you can do. In fact, both of you have managed to do the unthinkable. 
you have picked up some of their written language. That's right. <laughs> you two can read. They say that no dog has ever escaped the facility before. Well, you'll show them. And I think you're ready to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are. And mm-hmm. we should we should say immediately. Shut up, Adel. I have some ideas. <laughs> Just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Huh. What to do with this attitude? Here she is. Here interesting. She is. Interesting. It's all coming out. <laughs> this is why we don't do rooms together. Um, oh. we, we should say immediately. The Janet and I have discussed it, and the goal, the the, the main thing that's going to help us escape is going to be meaningful eye contact. Uh, that's what Janet said. So we, okay, so we check in, we lock eyes, rough, 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 mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Oh, no, that's a sign of aggression in dogs. Oh, uh, oh. oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Not in this case. Um, <laughs> We're reverse okay. dogs. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we, we drink from the bowl. I drink from the bowl of water. And my little beady human reading eyes uh, scan the bowl for any sort of uh, word or message. No, they haven't splurged on fancy bowls with words or names Great, on them. Great, I flip the bowl over. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess I'll uh, also drink some water. I mean, I'm thirsty. Yeah, um, fair enough. But we're, uh, I mean, do, uh, have we tested the cages? Do we know that they're definitively locked? So you take a look at just what you can see about the cages in general. They're split into two levels, top row dogs and bottom row dogs. You two are bottom row dogs. Rude. You're right near the main human door. Facade, top row dog. There are dozens of cages. They're all different sizes and shapes. Literally. Some of them have normal rectangular doors, like yours, but others have, like, triangles or even other shapes. Weird. Now, as far as the cage doors go, they all seem to be electronically connected, controlled by keypads by the human door. So each individual door does not open on its own. So wait, to open one is to open all? Yes, it seems so. Okay. You look over at those keypads that you can see. There's one that's reasonably high up. You think that that probably controls the top row of cages. It looks very shiny and new, and it's got a bunch of numbered buttons in a row on it. Of course, only the The finest for the top shelf dogs, but we're the the well-drink dogs. What is ours? Just sticks and mud on the wall? We're the generic brand vodka of dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you're not wrong. The one that you think controls the bottom row of cages, it's right down, basically on the floor. (sighs) It looks old, ready to fall apart. It also has numbered buttons. Now, you cannot reach it, but it is quite close. I feel like that cereal that doesn't have a box... (laughs) <laughs> oh, like when you just get it in a bag, like un like yeah. unflavored corn it's like, puffs. It's like, like frump like. lumps. Like instead of fruit loops, uh-huh. it's like frump lumps. And you're like, I guess this is fine. <laughs> they could have at least come up with words that weren't real words that weren't real unpleasant words. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why they thought frump lumps would be close enough to fool people when both a frump and a lump is undesirable. But Janet, you would be wowed by how many people wearing all beige go in there and buy that. You're probably right. You get uh, my you're probably lumps. right, my friend. Um, so I mean, we, if we can see the pad, I'd love to maybe see it more. <laughs> can we see it more than we see it? Like, can we see it? <laughs> Does that make sense? There's nothing else particularly to note about it. It is old. It is falling apart. It does look like it doesn't it's a number keypad. You know, no. if it even works. So I reach out my paw. I reach out my little poodle paw, and I reach out mine, and we touch paws. Oh. We touch paws, and then oh. we both and we both just die. to be sure of each other, like Tigger and Rue. You have just enough room to get a little bit of your paw out, and your cages are next to each other, so you can touch oh. paws. You couldn't quite reach the lock, though. Yeah. Oh. Well, if I cut off my hand and give it to Janet, 
Did she reach the? Okay, okay. She, could We're she going reach full it with, I don't yeah. have a thumb. I can't like articulate enough to hold on to your gotcha. severed paw to okay. get that extra length. I don't. You think. should have discussed this before he cut it off. Yeah. Probably. What are we doing now? As I hold <laughs> my left hand and my right. Um, and so there's nothing else in our cages, just, just the bowl water. of water. Our cages are side by side, and there are dogs directly above us. Mm-hmm. And they have different shaped doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there seem to be a few varieties. Mm-hmm. What shaped door does uh, facade have? Oh, she's got another pretty boring one. It's another rectangle. Jeez Louise. Okay, if I run to the back of my cage and then run forward, does that like scooch <laughs> the cage at all, or is it pretty locked <laughs> like in that. place? They are pretty firm. Cool. I give up. <laughs> I, I I roll into a little uh, coil and I fall asleep. Yeah. Okay. Some of the other dogs look at you and sort of nod. That's exactly what they did when they no. first arrived. Not me. I'm a border it. collie. I am so into controlling things, mm. guiding and shepherding things. I'm into treats. I'm very treat oriented. I'm mm-hmm. hungry. Mm-hmm. Water is not going to do it for me. I got to get out of this cage. And I'm and I and I need you to help me, buddy. I, I you gotta You're wake up. You're getting agitated. I wake up and I'm I roll my eyes, give a big old sigh, <laughs> <laughs> dust myself off, and I say, "Fine." Um, you dust yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I make one of those like new dealer signs when a new black tech dealer takes over at the casino. I uh, roll up my sleeves and then I scream because that was my fur. I don't have sleeves. Um, <laughs> let's see. Is there? We gotta get okay. into these shapes of these doors, and and so we just definitively can we ask like can we? I mean, I guess facade is facade as smart as we are. She can't necessarily. Can she read or eh. can she communicate like shapes and how the shapes of the upper doors might relate to the higher pad that we can't see? I mean, can we rely on any of these uh, top shelf dogs to be anything other than good looking and in a nice environment? Bring me a higher pad. (laughs) Sorry, I had to. Uh, Look, you love facade. She's great. She does not know how to read. She sort of gives a shrug. She just goes, I don't know. What do you expect me to do from here? I can't even see every cage. With a name like facade, she's pretending. Um, Yeah, don't believe everything you see. She might be a human. Yeah. <laughs> She's half a human in a dog suit. Yes. Danny, I forgot to tell you that I, my poodle, is able to take the fleas off of its little body and almost like a BB gun, spit them Whoa. out at such a velocity that they're able to press down as like a human finger on a pad. Does that make sense? Do you have any idea how much of the room I have to rewrite okay. now? I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, do, we, do, we, do either of us have any sort of collar Collars? on Collars? No, they take those off in preparation for cleaning you later. <laughs> so you're telling me that only a bowl of water is what is in mm-hmm. there, and there is nothing else in the bowl. There's nothing on the bottom of the bowl. There's nothing hidden in the water. The water isn't magnetic water that when we drink it, it will burst the cage door open towards us, which is probably not good because then it hits well, us. Well, she never said that. Maybe it is magnetic <laughs> water that will make the cage burst towards you. Are we able to, like, wait for a human to come by, then make, like, real sad little eyes? Uh, I mean, you are trying to do a prison break here. How much can you really trust the humans for that? I mean, I, I, we got to get, get some more information about these, these, different, these two different pads. Like, the one that's all busted up. Yeah. It's, you're telling us that there's nothing we can glean from that? It's just kind of... The one that's busted up, you think it's for the lower cages, the cages that Mm -hmm. you're in, because it's the lower of the two pads, and it's nearby. A bit of an assumption. Not quite in in uh, poor range, range, but it's basically level with the floor, and it looks a little bit kind of for an electronic lock. It's a bit sort of old and and a bit 
Worn. Uh, we got, okay. We got to push our water bowls and knock the water so that the water hits the the old electric pad that's right in front of us, and that will short circuit it, and that will open the cages. Janet, you old dog with a new trick. I flip my water, so we got to use yours. <laughs> I, I flipped my water, and I was going to resell it for a higher market price, but instead I decided to flip <laughs> it so the water would splash onto the old panel, which clearly is already is, is begging to be uh, shorted out. Mm-hmm. Uh? Inspired by Adel's mini tantrum earlier, Janet, you stomp one paw down right on the edge of the water bowl. You send its contents spilling out straight in the direction of the human door. The pool of it spreads towards the lower lock. It gets closer and closer, and then it makes contact. It starts to seep inside, and the device makes a bit of a buzzing sound. And then a little spark appears, followed by some smoke. And then, like a miracle, all the cages on the bottom row pop open at once. There is a tremendous roar of excitement as dogs, so many dogs, rush into the center of the room. They sniff and hug each other. Out of my way, everybody. I open the door. I get first dibs on freedom. (laughs) I'm with her. I'm with her. (laughs) Yeah, about half of the dogs just instantly start wrestling each other. There is about the other half, maybe they've got a bit too much Stockholm Syndrome going. They stay in their cages. They probably don't believe this is real. But you know what? You're free. Dogs on the top row, though, including yeah, Facade, are not. Facade. And a we couple of them complain very loudly about the unfairness. Well, let's just take a moment to celebrate Janet. Janet, that was brilliant. Thank you for that. Um, I think we leave I'm, I'm glad that it didn't start a fire because it felt uh, like it could be headed that way. Well, we'd all go to heaven. <laughs> we know that for sure. Uh, <laughs> That's canon. So how high up are we talking for the second lock pad? You have the second lock pad for the top row cages. It seems like it is within reach. You can take a look at it. It's just, again, a horizontal row of numbers. I'm going to say border collies are not very tall, Adol. I'm going to assume you're a proud, handsome, standard poodle instead of Mm -hmm. like a small poodle. So when poodles stand up, you know, they're like human size. So just keep that in mind. Hmm. Uh, when we get to the coffee maker. Um, what a cute little poodle. Oh, it's 6'5". <laughs> <laughs> it's wearing jeans. Standing on its hind legs. <laughs> All right, so we can see the pad. Here's what I think. I think there is a code hidden in the room that we need to enter for the keypad. I immediately check every dog's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you find out... So much information, so many secrets that we can't even begin to get on with them here. The code is zero, 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 zero. And and if we are able to count and we count the number of cages, do we know like which numbered cage, if there were numbers, a facade would be in? Would it be like cage number four? Let's go with no, no cage numbers in that way. Okay. I stand up on my on my hind legs. Am I able to press the numbers with my pad or reach them? With uh, sorry, you the pad with my paws. Definitely could do that. Okay. Yes, you could do that. Um, so I'm going to try something to see because I know sometimes when you enter, as you enter numbers, at some point there might be a red light to indicate like, oh, it's meant to be four numbers or Ooh, five numbers. Oh, I love that. Mm. So I'm going to press zero zero zero. I'm going to press zero three times. Uh huh. Now a fourth time. Uh huh. Now a fifth time. Uh huh. Now a sixth time. <laughs> now the seventh time. Okay, I just now had to go time. through my notes to find out how now many numbers time. were on uh-huh. that lock. I didn't time. remember. Oh, okay, time. it shots out after ten, I guess. After That's 10. the maximum it could possibly fit. It's like a calculator. Go 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 go! You, oh, you have no idea if it's actually ten digits. That's yeah, just I don't when it stopped being I don't able to input. Yeah, we don't have to worry about it. But while you're at it, just for fun, do eight zero zero eight. 
Boom. <laughs> I do eight zero zero eight five. Multiple. <laughs> yeah. You made it better. Okay, I do. None, none of the other dogs laugh because they okay. can't read. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a real inside joke for Idiot you and dogs. me. Can we leave this room and come back and deal with facade later? Is the door yeah. open to the hallway? You head over, you look at the door. Uh, it's closed. You give the door handle a bit of a paw and it doesn't move. There is, you now notice, a lock on the inside. And you thought there was one on the outside as well. Must be a double-sided thing. Hmm. Uh, there are numbers on this one as well. And annoyingly, it's high enough you don't think you can pour water on it to get around it. Ooh, but hold on. There's something scribbled on the door right next to that lock. Tiny handwriting. It says three, four, five, six. Oh, that's nothing. We need a number. <laughs> that doesn't spell anything. <laughs> that Wait, doesn't three, spell four, at five, all. six. Three, four, five, six. So I run over to the keypad and I press in three, four, five, six. Now, is that for the top cages one or the yeah, door sorry. out one? Sorry, that was for the top cages. Either way, doesn't work. Great. So we don't even have to bother checking the... Mm. But yeah, these numbers, three, four, five, six, were definitely written next to the door's lock rather than the top cage's lock. I do a little... I kind of just kind of sniff and look around the edges of the room just to see if there's anything else written on walls or any cages or doors or anything. You Mm -hmm. believe that you have seen everything that there is to see now in this room. Three, four, five, six. Or C, D, E, F. Uh (laughs) Aha. Are there letters on the... Pad that corresponds to numbers not. like a phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh, okay. <laughs> okay, right. well, let, can you describe more what the shapes of, like, how many cages are along the top and what shapes are they? Does that matter? There are a couple, yeah, so there are a couple of dozen cages all oh, 24. up. 24. On the top, there's 24? This room is huge. Some of them are just round. There are a few that are, yeah, more triangular prism shaped, so the door was a triangle leading in and then... You know, it went back to fit the dog. Oh, okay. In so it. the door represents the shape of the cage. Yeah. yeah exactly. Got it. Okay. That actually, yeah. that's great. I mean, so I don't know like in what way that's tent. useful, but yeah. yeah so it's like exactly. a, if it's a circle, it's kind of a tube, sh- a cylinder shape. Exactly. A, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you find a whole bunch of different shapes. Obviously, Some of them there are, are shaped like Toblerones. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, why didn't I They're put it that way in the notes? Um, <laughs> But yeah, Can obviously we... a few more are just squares, rectangles than course, other shapes course, course. because that's normal. But yeah, you find a little bit of everything. Um, can we? I just got way into drawing t- the, the, those shapes. The two, oh yeah. Um, can we, from like down. left to right, get like the shapes on the top row and then bottom row? Is that it? But are there, are there any shapes that you'd be looking at? Because like, like if you say like how many, I don't know. How many? Circles yeah, how many circles are know. do we have? How many tubies? Um, about seven tubies. And how many Bleronis? <laughs> uh, actually, not as many as you thought. There are only four Toblerones. That sounds like four what you would call the fans of like the St. Louis Blues or something. Hey, Bleronis. <laughs> like... I'm sorry, okay. Danny, how many were there of the Toblerones? Four, four Bleronis. Four. four Bleronis. And then do we need to know how many just uh, plain old square shapes there are? Squares and rectangles, you notice. Ooh, eight. And is there any other uh, Is shape? that of each or there? Are you saying that the, the uh, square together. and rectangle are together. Okay, one thing. It's uh, hard to tell the difference between are square and rectangle. Are there any other... Sh- okay. Oh, yeah, it keeps going. Yeah, oh, what God. are the other shapes? And how many? Oh, which, which ones would you like? You even see a dodecagon over in the corner. Go do. Boy, I didn't sign up for this. 
So 12-sided, and how many of those are there? Just one. Just one. That was the first cage they made, and then they're like, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> we don't have the energy or the budget. Like, this can we just is... please make little Bleronis? <laughs> this is too much. We just want to make Bleronis. All right, one 12-sider. Uh, so, so how many five-sided uh, cages are there? Ooh, pentagon shapes? You see two of those. And how many six-sided uh, cages? Just one. So I, I one go to the door, the door keypad, and I put in 4821. A gray-blue light turns on inside the lock. And the door clicks open. And we, Wait, and 4821 white. is what you did? Mm-hmm. So it was so just... So that's how yeah, many so three-sided like, cages, yeah. how many four-sided cages, Three, four, five. Great. Okay, so, so wait, you, that's that's the outside door. That's, that's not, the front door. That's not letting the dogs out. Cool. Top and we, cages uh, are Janet, so don't. Don't do it. Don't say it. Well, who's going to have let the dogs out? Who? 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 If not us, who? 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 <laughs> I said, don't do it. We throw up a deuces <laughs> to Facade, and we say, we'll catch you later. And we assume she'll be tested on by Revlon. And we oh we head out through the door. I don't know what the other dogs are doing, but I think Janet and I, or at least me, I'll speak for myself, I'm being very careful as I kind of peek my head out the door, just so mm. I'm not uh, napped by a, napped by a net or something. You poke your head out the door. It seems like most of the lights are dim. They're on their evening settings. It looks like all the humans have gone home. You can't hear or smell a single one of them. Mm, so okay. you feel like you are free to explore the rest of this prison. The other free dogs, they do not notice. Half of them are still wrestling. Half of them are still just hanging in their cages. Gotcha. I got to say, next time I dress up real nice, I'm going to say that I'm on my evening setting. Um, <laughs> so we should go. Let's see. Let me pull up the I map I mean, there's here. a lot going on here. Like, can we access from here... Can we go through the door into the grooming area? Can we go through the door into the agility course? Can we go into the main office part? So, of those, going back to the reception area, there's no door blocking your way there, so you could totally do that. Okay. Same goes for the agility course. No door separating you there. For the grooming area, it's got a combination lock holding it shut. My God, this place just can't get enough of these locks. Yeah. This one, though, on the grooming area has letters on it instead of numbers, which is mm. a nice change, you suppose. Mm -hmm. And not only that, there's a little note beside it that says, Code equals letters in microchip of next scheduled dog. Please don't remove this. I'm still learning. Catherine. Oh, Catherine. Man. You're doing great, Catherine. Um... We're going to have to go into the reception area and look at some files, buddy, at some point. Maybe Absolutely. not right now. I don't know. So paying attention to that, you know what microchips are. You understand those. And you also notice there is a timetable hanging uh -oh, a bit higher up on the grooming schedule. Grooming schedule. Beside that. Mm. Looks what, like a grooming schedule. What does the schedule say? So it's got all of the days and times on them. You know that it's late at night now, so presumably the next scheduled dog would be for tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. Hang on. What day is it today? Hold on. Maybe, we, we're, maybe we're supposed to know that. Hold on. Oh, I bet the receptionist would have a calendar. Extra long walks, Monday and Friday. Three days ago, facade came in. It's the start of autumn. Two days ago, I got dirtier than today. I'm the dirtiest. Hmm. And I run to the receptionist's desk and try and find a calendar. Look at the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, you do not see a calendar on that desk. I run back into the cage room and I flip over somebody's water. There's a calendar underneath. No. No. Bingo, bingo. But it doesn't have the current day mark. Nerds. Okay. Okay. So is, we I don't... can't remember who goes on those extra long walks, but I do feel like that is the key to what day it is. Because mm. yeah, that was you. Dan, you go on yeah. extra long walks. On, down I go on extra Monday long walks on Friday? Monday and Friday. Yeah. 
And you did that two days ago. So okay. it's either Wednesday and... or Sunday. And Adel, do you remember anything about your schedule from the introduction? Yeah, I wrote down tantrum equals me. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> and I have that Facade had three roommates. One liked her, two didn't. Yeah, and I had at the start of autumn, the nice one left. Yeah. So well, what were adults? You had your tantrum on one of your weekend car trips. Oh, so it must it's be Saturday. Sunday. I thought they said it was two days after one of your walks, and you I do Mondays you said... and Fridays. Yeah, so you... Oh, it was two days after, so it's Sunday. Okay. I think. So we checked the chart for Monday morning appointments. You look down the Monday column, and you see that the first dog listed is named Tanner. Great. We drop does everything. not tell we, you any more than that. We scream, okay, ruff, ruff, ruff. Who, Tanner, here. Good boy, Tanner. Tanner. Tanner, Tanner. Nothing. Not a single ear twitches. Which means you deduce that Tanner must either be one of the dogs wrestling in the middle, hard of hearing, or is just plain ignoring you. Wow. Wow. Okay, so I dig into every dog's neck for a microchip. (laughs) Oh, no. And I mean dig. (laughs) Uh... We might have to come back to this one, Janet. Yeah, I think think Mm. you're absolutely right. I don't even know why we want to get into the grooming door. We're not sure we do yet. I bet I mean, we find we probably we will because the... there's a lot we want to get into. But <laughs> I'm saying, like right now, is it vital? No. Yeah. I think somewhere in the receptionist area, we might find clues that are like. Yeah. T- Listen, Tanner's first of all, there's a scanner, so like, we're going to need to use yes. the scanner to even get the number in the microchip. Yes. So. But I think there might be something of like Tanner loves carrots or something, and then we, mm, we can, mm-hmm. we can like in the charts out. on the desk. You want to go mm-hmm, to the desk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we head over to the receptionist desk and we start to just rifle through it. Okay, you want to start looking at those charts first? Or, or should I call someone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. So we pick up the phone um, and, we, and we prank call someone. Janet, who are you calling? Okay, great. Well, when I was in high school, I prank called Gary Shandling's mom because Gary Shandling was from Tucson and her number was in the phone book. Uh-huh. Did she answer? Uh-huh. Okay, and it we was, recreate- it was me we... and my friend and, and we didn't, we didn't, we hadn't thought anything through and we said- is Gary there? And she was like, no, he's actually not in town at the moment. Can I take a message? And we were like, and we hung up. That is incredible. We recreate that moment right now. Although now it's very dark. I think I just did. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So let's look at those charts. These charts make you just a little bit nervous. There are a lot of words. Some of them are really long ones that you haven't managed to learn yet. But you know what? It's okay. They don't look like these charts are finished. There are a lot of typed words, but only a few actually written in pen, which you have learned are the more important kind. Mm. It looks like people were filling out these charts, but then got bored or finished them somewhere else. Oh, yep, there it is. There's a little note at the top that says, later questions completed online. All right, so you look at what you've got, the filled in sections here. Each of these charts has a different dog's name, its address, its weight, and its food needs. There are quite a lot of charts here. You probably we, don't have time to go through every single one. search through and look for Tanner. Or if it's alphabetical, mm-hmm. we go straight to the T section. You take a look for Tanner and you find it after not too long. Name, Tanner. Address, 44 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Weight, 30 kilograms. Dietary requirements, chunkies for chunkies. Mm. <laughs> we look at, we, we scan the room for the chunkiest dog in there. Oh no, there, sorry, there's a pet, there's a, there's pet food. Uh, I, I run over to food. the shelf that has the pet food, and I look to see if I can spy with my little eyes uh, Chunkies for Chunkies. If I didn't know better, 
I would say that you were going to try to feed the dog the food you know he likes and he'll come because it's the food that he likes. Janet, you couldn't be more wrong. I am starving. <laughs> I am starving. And food always tastes better when it's someone yes. else's that I'm not supposed to eat. <laughs> I'm a rebel, baby. Junkies junkies. And I take out a little cigarette and I start to light it. Um, and I put one foot up against the wall because I'm a little James Dean dog. Uh-huh. So, so I look for Chunky, Chunky for Chunkies. Mm-hmm. All right, you take a look for Chunkies, and there it is, right on the bottom shelf. Chunkies for Chunkies, for adult dogs needing to lose one to five kilograms, it's label reads. Aww. Now, all of the dog food here, you notice, the bags are pretty industrially sealed. Mm-hmm. They are to make sure that a dog cannot just rip it open with its bare teeth. I hope I don't need to know how to spell wallaby. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the difference in country really starts to get This you. is where the biscuit crumbles. <laughs> this is where the wallaby makes uh, the road. Um, oh, no. I go yeah. back to the desk. I go back to the receptionist's desk, uh, and I, I inform Janet of what I saw and what I'm going for, which is to get this food open. And we kind of go through the desk to maybe see if there's any scissors or a box cutter or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't see anything along those lines. And, mm. man, even if you found scissors, you have no idea how to make that those work. very true. Listen, maybe we're too deep in this, but I'd love to take a look at some of these posters. You know, I collect posters. I'd love to see what they, they've got hanging mm-hmm. on the wall. I'd love to see if there's anything that seems like it's significant about those posters on the wall. What do you think, buddy? If nothing else, we'll be inspired, I assume. Uh-huh. <laughs> to hang in there. <laughs> you take a look at the posters. They're not very exciting. They A lot of them seem to be about kind of sad things. Uh, there is a little bit of strangeness you notice about their colors, and you're going to see an image of these posters. Ooh. And are dogs are dogs colorblind, or, or we can see color? They are definitely limited in the colors that limited. they can see. Okay. So, yeah, you might not have a full spectrum. As you can see when you look at this image, you're probably not getting the full color range. Okay, so if we just go take... Ahead and have a look. Would you like to describe what you see for our listeners at home? And if for people who are listening at home, you can see this image in the show notes below. Uh, but Janet, would you like to give a description of what's going on? Yeah, so on the we have four posters. They are two on top, two on the bottom. The poster on the upper left says, enter dirty, and then a sad, dirty dog. And then underneath, exit, clean. And that dog is happy, and there's like little shiny, shiny lines. Um, and But the E and the N on that poster seem to be blue, where nothing else is blue. It's all that everything else is kind of black and white. Then the yeah, next as poster, as far as to, you are capable of identifying, as, as far as I, a border collie, am capable of seeing. Now, to the right of that, uh, we have a poster that says "Soothing Remedies for Stressed Puppies." Below that is a little uh, puppy that is sleeping. We have three Z's on the right and a heart on the left. Presumably that is a happily snoring dog. And on this poster, as far as I can tell, an N and an E uh, are uh, in blue. Adel, do you want to take the, la- the the bottoms? Uh, yes, I take the bottoms. It's in the. I'll take the bottom shelf again. Well, drinks for everyone. <laughs> the lower left hand, it says, is your Jack Russell dot, dot, dot. And then it's a picture of a Jack Russell stuck in a hoop. <laughs> And it's like it, it got stuck jumping halfway through a hoop. And it says, is your Jack Russell dot, dot, dot getting too fat to fit through a ring? So this is um, just a little dog body shaming with that we is very, very humorous. And then uh-huh. to the right on the bottom, we see <laughs> beware tick season. There's a picture of a tick with eight legs. And at the bottom, it says August through March. And the... Which is, that apparently is Sydney's tick season. Wow. All of those months. Oh, okay. So the Jack Russell has a 
F and an N, as far as I can tell, that are uh, emboldened with blue. And then the tick mm-hmm. has a R, a E, a U, and a T, and an O mm-hmm. that are all emboldened in blue. Wait, the O? Uh, oh, yeah, the O in season. O in season. The O's in yes, season kind of looks like it. I didn't lean in enough. No, you're absolutely right. R- that stands for REO Speedwagon, the band. Um, so that's gonna, and they were oh, well, playing in Utah. They were playing yeah. in Utah. <laughs> heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. So I, I wrote down all the letters that are, I think, highlighted. And Janet, I do. I will say I found that from those letters, you can spell one, ten, and fun. <gasps> Whoa. So okay, that's something. I can't believe in all you were still in your description. You were still able to scramble words around. Yeah, that was amazing. Multitasking. Um, One ten and fun. Okay. I'm curious, Janet. Do you think the uppercase and the lowercase mean something? I in was terms wondering of... that too. I yeah. kind of don't think that. I don't okay. think we need to worry about that. Okay, but I could be wrong. But I'm not wrong. I definitely don't think that there's one answer per poster because right. one is just EN and one is FN. East, so. Northeast, and uh, <laughs> East, North, and North, I and mean, East. Uh, actually. And then Fouth and North. <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's the fun North. Uh-huh. I'm going Fouth for the winter. Boy. I mean, um, the, one, the bottom right one could spell root. Okay. Well. Do we feel like we need to unscramble this now, or should we keep looking around? Should we look and see, like, what the homeopathic remedies shelf has on it? That's And, and if there's anything we need to do on the chairs, just to, like, get a lay of the land still a little bit more. Yeah, I think let's those do it. are the we only other two around. things we haven't really looked at. Yeah, absolutely. here. We haven't even looked at the agility course. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> let's, let's take a look at the homeopathic remedies shelves. Yes. You've never taken alternative medicine, but from what you understand, it's a serum, spray, or powder that a dog takes to make it feel better in some way. Only none of the ingredients actually have that power. It fixes the pains that only exist in your head or something. Whatever helps. They're all in fancy little glass tubs or bottles, and they make wild promises about fixing any mental or behavioral problem you might possibly have. Okay. If they worked, though, why would this training facility even exist? Checkmate. Mm-hmm. A lot of commentary coming from uh, the uh, the God Mike. Uh, so th- they're glass bottles, you said? Some of them, yeah. Okay, I, can I grab a glass bottle? Sure. Anyone in particular? Uh, Anything you'd like to cure? The uh, itchiness. Okay. So I grab uh, psoriasis. So I grab that one, and am I able to smash it? You probably could if you wanted to. You're not crazy about the idea of glass being everywhere, but yeah, I'm definitely okay. not. Well, I was, tr- I was thinking to maybe cut open the uh, bag of food. Uh, you, oh, well, that's, that's a good just, idea. You're not an expert at tool use the in glass general. Shard in our teeth to get the bag open. That's uh. ill-advised. You want to know how I got yeah. these cars? And you only have Cutting you know, only three food. legs at this point. You've already <laughs> you've already chopped off one of your arms. Oh shoot! I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I'm bleeding out. <laughs> Truly a race okay. against time. Okay, it's going to be well. We know that people. Some people are said to have behavioral issues. So, is there anything yes. on the remedies for behavioral issues? Just out of they, mild oh, curiosity, most of these are about different types of behavioral issues. You can mm-hmm. find one for. All sorts of things. Is like, there one for I'm, wrestling? I like getting too dirty. There are probably eight different brands for like dirt too much. Uh, you find several for anger management. You find some for obsessive licking. All sorts of things. Again, how much they work, you can't say. But mm-hmm. you find a little bit for everything. Interesting. All right. Well, you have a tantrum. So that excessively oh, yeah. angry, that would be for you. Yeah. 
Maybe your roommates bought some on their way out or they're going to buy yeah. some on their way when they pick you up eventually. Okay, yeah, that can, that can wait. But do you actually need it? I don't think so. I guess not. People like me when I'm angry. You would like me when I'm angry. <laughs> do we need to know anything about the chairs? The chairs where oh, yeah. people sit? By mm. the posters? Yeah, you count nine chairs for humans waiting to drop off or pick up their roommates. They are all facing towards the reception area. Looks a little weird. It makes sense, but you know, you're used to seeing chairs all facing inwards towards a dining table. That's normal. Mm. These look a bit funny to you. And you're going to get an image of these chairs in relation to the rest of the room. Ooh, hello. All right, and Adel, once that yes. loads for you, would you like to describe uh, how these chairs look for our audience at home? I would love nothing more. So we see nine chairs. They're kind of in like a tic-tac-toe orientation. It's mm. three columns, three rows. I like this uh, one. It looks like a New Yorker cartoon, kind of. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so the top row is three chairs. I'm putting chair that on the resume. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> the top row is three chairs with gray seats. The middle row is three chairs with gray seats, but the first and third have pinstripe backs. Um, or slats. With, I think they might slats be. slats mm. with five and you. five, I think. I called them backrest thingies. Backrest thingies. And the bottom row has, they all have gray uh, seats. And then there's the first and third have back slats, but the first has two and the, and the last has three. And the, on the middle row, I think there's five and four. Five, five and to four. the left oh, and good, four. Good, good. Okay. One, two, three, four. So five, five, four, two, three. So this might, this almost replicates a keypad. Janet, and if we go two, three, four, five in that order, yeah. maybe it's on a keypad that would be seven, nine, six, four. Starting from two seems a bit odd. Uh, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Well, don't, don't we need to know the numbers one. of oh, the three, the third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth chair? There's a one no. at the bottom here, Janet. So I think that's the zero key. The uh, the I missed the receptionist chair has a one wooden slat. Yes, so indeed. one, two, three, four, five would be zero. Let me write this down so I don't forget this time. Zero seven nine six four. So I go to. I could try this at the dog cage. I run into the dog cage room. Now you do that. You run back into the dog cage room. You look at that uh, top row cages lock. Mm -hmm. The numbers are laid out in one row. They are not in that layout. Oh, okay. Well, I go to the phone on the receptionist desk then. All right, you head over to the phone. Uh, it's the old-fashioned kind, one of the ones that sits on the desk with fat buttons to press, and you knock the thing off its receiver, and as you do, you see there's a little piece of paper stuck to the phone that says, don't delete saved message, please. I'm still trying to memorize it, Catherine. Oh, Ooh. Catherine. And Before I dial, I play the saved message. Mm -hmm. You do not see anything on this uh, phone that seems to be just a play messages button. Catherine, I am so tired of your little tricks. Well, maybe the, what we're well. about to get is the voicemail code, my friend. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Sorry, Catherine. Uh, I dial <laughs> 07964. The receiver beeps a few times, and then you hear a voice. It sounds sort of human. Between, through, over, between, oh, no. over, in, through, on. This sounds like agility course. This sounds like agility course, to be sure. Very cool. Uh, was there okay. anything else, Janet, with the... Is there a gun on the table? What is that? <clears throat> to the left of the clipboards? What is that on the desk there, Danny? That's the handheld scanning device. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so we're going to need that A type scanner. of gun. Janet, should we head to the agility course? Yeah, let's go to the agility course. This area is pretty big. It's got obstacles spaced around in a sort of tight circle. Over on one side of it, you see seven long, thin poles sticking up out of the floor. 
Then somewhere else, you see a ramp that goes up, has a flat bit at the top, and then goes down again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a tunnel made of flexible plastic that you've seen, the type that you've seen human children play in. Mm -hmm. And there is a large ring dangling from a rope attached to the ceiling. Damn right there is. <laughs> you see a rectangular, narrow sort of box attached to one wall. It looks a bit like your roommate's TV. So it seems to be a digital display of some kind, but it's completely blank right now. And against another wall, you see a poster. And as you approach it, you see that it has information about various dog breeds. And you can give a bit of a haphazard skim for information about the dog breeds that you've seen here tonight. And you have an image of that that you can look at, okay. if you wish to. I wish. I'm ready to find out border collies are the best dog. Objectively. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Empirically. Incidentally, I did get this information from online, but I am quite certain that a lot of these ideal weights for dogs are just not true because we have one for, I found ones for our dog breed and the ideal weight that they suggested was how much he weighed when he was nine weeks old. Oh, okay. So yeah, so if we know that uh, Tanner is supposed to be, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to lose one to five uh, kilograms and he weighs 30 kilograms, we should probably be able to tell what kind of dog he is based on what we wish that he weighed, which is probably a, shalu a saluki who is also shy with strangers. Yes. So Salukis, I believe, are Egyptian dogs. So we can either... Play a bangle song? We can play a bangle song and see mm -hmm. how he walks. Or mm -hmm. there's a Springer Spaniel, which has a good sense of humor, so we could tell it a joke. Incidentally, I didn't make that up either. I found that from just a list of dogs and their temperaments, and they That's said Springer good Spaniel, sense good sense humor. of humor. That's Outstanding. Amazing. That's amazing. Oh, it yeah, I guess not the dog well, dating Well, one side. to five kg, if he lost more than... Five, then he would be considered underweight. So I feel like we want to do a Saluki, right? Uh, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Yep. Good call. Good call. So we go, uh, we go, or I go back into the room, and I see if I can mm -hmm. spot a little Egyptian Saluki. You do see one Saluki, not in the fight in the middle, lying in one of the bottom row cages. He's shy with strangers, you know. <laughs> oh right. You know. I what go I mean? up and I introduce you know myself. I, mean? um, mm -hmm. I tell. You get no anecdote. response. No response. I tell you. The um, dog turns away and he buries his nose in his front paws. He's only going to respond to the chunkies for chunkies, I think. Yeah. So I, am I able to carry that bag of food back or it's too heavy to carry? Oh, you could drag it a little, you suppose, but you have no way, as far as you can tell, of getting it open. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he won't, he won't follow me and I can't. No, he's too shy. And I see from your drawing, I'm now realizing that you very cleverly made sure that that scanner is connected to the desk. I can tell that there's a freaking <laughs> cord smart, smart, smart. that connects that tan that that tanner that scanner tanner the tanner, tanner scanner. scanner the tanner scanner. So we got to get the dog to the scanner. We cannot bring the scanner to the dog. Okay, fine. I resort to the last thing I know how to do. I show Tanner my butt and I say, "Sniff away, <laughs> so we're no longer strangers." Little meet and greet. That's a good idea. Tana has no interest in any of this. Wow. You are really surprised. This would work on any other dog. Like, this is... I feel like my feelings are kind of... Yeah, um... this is very abnormal. So what if we try you... to go through the... What do you think will happen to us if we try to go through the obstacle course with the directions from the voicemail, Adol? Let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's try that out. What are the, okay, so what are things we can go between? That sounds like it could be the poles. Uh, would be one so... option... 
like so over through through could be a tunnel through, or the over, ring in and on uh danny can you can you repeat what's in the room so we have the pole sticking out of the floor we've got the ramp we've got the flexible tunnel and we've got the ring so poles, between. I think between, I think tunnel through, I think yeah. ramp on and ring in. Yeah, in a ring? that that ring uh, that ring and tunnel seems to be the confusing one. I feel, you, yeah, I you, feel like you would go through the ring and into the tunnel. Do you have anything that could confirm that? Well, I guess there's a poster of the dog uh, going through a ring that says, "Is your Jack Russell getting too fat to fit through a ring?" So th- it's literally it says through. through the ring. Yeah. Smart, smart, and smart. confirming what I already thought, which makes me feel great. <laughs> so I am truly smart. So I, I am truly smart. I love your like, through, over... Adel, how clever of you to catch up to me. <laughs> <laughs> so Janet, do you want to read the course while I, re- while I direct you? Oh, sure. Uh, so between the poles. First, I go between the poles. Mm-hmm. Uh, through... yeah, you're a border collie. You should be an expert at this. Yeah. Uh, through the ring. Then I go through the ring. <laughs> over the <laughs> over the ramp. Then I go over the ramp. To grandmother's house you go. Uh huh. Between the poles. I go back through the poles. Uh, over the ramp. Go over that ramp again. In the tunnel. I go into the tunnel. Through the ring. I go through that ring. And then we have an on. And then we go turn the TV on. <laughs> well, fortunately, as soon as you go through that last ring, you are out of breath, which is quite a surprise. You're not unfit. It's just something about the way this course is put together. Maybe everything is a little too close. Mm. Uh, like, it's just not quite designed for your body type. So as soon as you get through that last ring, Insulting. the TV screen lights up uh-huh. with the words, sorry, too slow. Great. This so sucks. I'm gonna try. Okay, I'm gonna try the course. Um, just you try. If... You do exactly the same thing. You're bigger. It seems even worse for you. You're even wow. slower. Yikes. We're gonna have to you get a different dog to do this. We're going to have to get a different dog to do this. I'm sorry, this. Danny. Yeah, must... I am beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like you thought. Border collies are usually, you know, the best at everything. When it comes to agility courses. There are one or two other dog breeds that yeah. are also okay. right up there. Willful Let's and check. cunning, Basenji. Yeah. Bold and alert, a Chihuahua. I mean, Chihuahua might be, their legs might do, be too tiny. I would say a Jack Russell Terrier would probably crush this course. Yeah, I would agree. But yeah, that poster was of a Jack Russell. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. So let Yeah, try. Border Collies and Jack Russell. He's got they something are to prove. He's got blitzes. small dog syndrome. Mm. So I go find a Jack Russell, I tie it to my freaking back, and I run the course again. <laughs> you go back into that cage room, you do see a Jack Russell, not in the top row cage, and also not involved in that wrestling match in the middle, sitting off to one side, staring wistfully into a wall. We try and go, here boy, here boy, we try and lead him. Uh, try to lure girl. him yeah, into yeah. the obstacle course. Yeah, yeah. The Jack Russell turns his head, and he goes, oh, hello. And then turns away. He's Russian. Timely. I told you I sounded Russian. (laughs) No, I told you you sounded Russian. So you're both in agreement. Wait Um, a minute. Are you being Scottish? (laughs) Hello, friend. Um, How you doing? Uh, uh, Do you feel like running a course? Oh, no, thank you. Janet, you're doing Shrek. That's insulting. Why not? uh, 
Wait, no, that's Italian Scottish. It, I got it just some old English for a second. Oh, because I long for freedom so much. My roommates left me here so long ago. A holiday, they said, two weeks. Well, I don't know how long it's been, but it feels like two years. I miss my home so much. Oh, the sights, friend. the sounds, the smells. Oh, do you know how the smells were where I came from? Oh, they were magnificent. You know, I just remember these three perfect intermingling smells. Oh, no, I can't possibly help you. Not while I'm in such a state. Oh, what were the three smells? Was one of them making waffles in the morning? No, I, I, I couldn't tell you in but words what these smells we were. They were just perfect. The, the homeopathic remedies. And we could expose some of the smells and you could find the combo you like. Oh, I've smelled many of those things go on other dogs and no, none of them, not a single one quite matches my, my home. Oh, if there's if those smells are to be found, they're not there. They're not on that shelf. They're not there. Tell <sighs> you what, could you come and run this obstacle course? It's more of an agility course, I guess. Could you come and run that? <laughs> and then we'll and then we'll sit down together and try and figure out this minus. <laughs> when did this when did this Irish poodle move to Spain? I just don't really know. <laughs> I'm a worldly, worldly poodle. You know, I think you're being a little insensitive. I mean, I don't even know who you are. You don't and know I'm who I am. Dog. I'm from London, I am. Oh. How are you all going? Oh, it's a London Mastiff. Um, things are a little sensitive between the Scots and the, the Brits, so oh. I would back off or try to get Well, what about me? I'm like, from, I'm like a New Yorker. I'm like uh, a, some kind of like rat dog from New York. <laughs> hey, how you going? It's hey, me. I'm, I'm barking here, yeah. <laughs> I'm barking here. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, you talk, you talked about wanting. Hey, I'm being walked here. <laughs> you talked about wanting freedom. Is your name Wallace? No. No. Sorry. That's a harmful stereotype. Uh, sorry. My name's Bluey. Your name's Bluey. I'm so sorry. No, no relation. Okay, so I go to the charts uh, back at the mm -hmm. reception desk, and I look for. I, I see if uh, I can find Bluey's chart. You can indeed find a chart for Bluey. Great. Name Bluey. Address, Haywood's Berry Farm, opposite the KFC. Oh. Weight, eight kilograms, dietary requirements, anything, he's not fussy. Oh, so I go back to the room and I say, are the, th are, Bluey, hey buddy, are the three mm -hmm. smells you love, fried chicken, coleslaw, and biscuits? Berries. I, I honestly, I don't know the names of them in like whatever they're called. I just know the smells. They're going to be in the food okay. bags, I guess. We can read. So should we go look at the food bags to see what the food bags say? All we've seen is all we've been looking for is chunkies for chunkies. Yeah, they've all got funny names like that that don't really that surprisingly don't tell you much about their ingredients. Oh, we go to homeopathic remedies and we find a bottle for memories, for forgetfulness, or for articulation. <laughs> Bluey already, already made it clear that there was nothing on this shelf for him. Mm, 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 mm. So you said it was a berry farm across from a KFC? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So it's got to be, yeah, berries, chicken, and maybe farms. a side. And farms? <laughs> maybe a side. Yeah. Farms have pretty distinct smells. So, we, okay. So should we, do, we do, should we do a review? So we know we need, but we can't do the obstacle course ourselves. We need to get... Agile, little, depressed, lonely, 
how long has he been there? Maybe that's not important, but he feels like it's been more than two weeks. But wouldn't he cheer up if we were able to tell him that it was almost time for him to go home? Like, is there a way for us to find out how long he's been there? No. Who knows if he'd even believe you. Oh, boy. He's been burned so many times. This guy. Okay. Um... But So we need to find a way to get him through. So ostensibly, he will go through when he smells his favorite combination of smells. We don't know how to get those smells because we can't open any of the food bags and the food bags labels don't help us. It could be that maybe some of the smells are inside the grooming thing. We haven't figured out how to get in mm. there yet because we don't know Tanner's Microchip, chip number because yeah. we mm. need to scan him. We haven't we need gotten the him food, yet. We need the food for Tanner, but the food can't be opened. Yeah. Um, so Is it definitely to... food that you need for Tanner? I thought so. What's the personality of the Saluki? Do we know that? that Shy somewhere? with strangers. And that so seems we... to have been the issue. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. So oh, Tanner, that's we need the person you know. should have put your butt up next to. I did, didn't I? Oh, I thought you that did. was. Yeah, I did. Oh, you oh, did? So oh, I go, okay. since this dog can freaking talk, I go over to Tanner and I go, hey, buddy, do you talk? Hmm. He just turns away again. Just Nose too shy. Pause. I start to say all the Egyptian words I know. Memphis. Pyramids. Sphinx. T- we have something Tutankhamen. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Tanner, Tanner, please. We can do, maybe you should do a trick. We could do a lot of tricks. Oh, yeah. Janet comes over to me, and we start, when we start to waltz. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanner loves it, question mark. Uh, question mark. Man, Tanner might love it, but you don't know. You cannot get a read on this dog whatsoever. Just no eye contact. No, no smell eye contact. contact. No smell contact. It's just not. This is really unusual. We've got to go back to the homeopathic remedies and see if there's a shyness remedy. Ooh, good call. Is there one? Is there there one is for... absolutely. And I will go a ahead and say shyness spray. I, this is at my own uh, peril because I feel that the game master has already told us none of these work. But. <laughs> that commentary aside, let's try. You find the best bottle that you can see. It's called Gregarioso, a fragrance <laughs> for the dog who needs to come out of its shell. Uh, Wonderful. Wing- Wingardium Gregarioso? <laughs> well, let's get let's take that bottle over and uh, present it to uh, Tanner. He won't talk to us. Is he going to accept pills from us? <laughs> It's a fragrance. It's a little spray bottle. Oh, so, you can just spray it. Yeah, quite frankly, you can just go over to the dog that you believe is Tanner, Great. bite down on the little spray cap, Great. and just a little mist fills the air above Tanner's nose. He oh, sniffs. right in his eyes. <laughs> he blinks, blinking it out of his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he turns to you. Yes. You know, my roommates spray that around my bed every morning before they go to work. I, I've i never thought it did anything, but maybe it's just thinking about... Wow. Wow. I, I didn't realize that I'd come to depend on that stuff to clear my head. Oh, wow. Thank you. I... And everyone else was in the middle wrestling there. I wanted to join in so badly, but inside, oh man, my heart was pounding so much anxiety, but now I could do it all night. I could jump right in there. No, uh, no, no, don't no, jump no, no, in no, there. No, 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 oh, Hold on. We have something huh? really cool to show you. It's a scanner. Yes. You oh, should sure, feel sure. so lucky okay. that you, we chose you to do this. Come over here. You know and despite what? Yes. that, I'm going to say yes. Okay, great. Come over here with us and we take... Uh-huh. We uh, we take Tanner. Tanner follows us merrily into uh, mm-hmm. the reception area. We go straight to the scanner. We use our 
dexterous mouths to scan, yep. the chip, to scan the chip, and we find out what the chip number is. Right? You do exactly that. You <laughs> right. press the little scanner button, you hold, hold it in your mouth, and you wave it around a bit over Tanner's neck and shoulder area, and then it beeps and on a little tiny screen you see a long complicated string of numbers with only a few letters on it and luckily for you the grooming area thing just said it needed letters so it is not a problem for you to memorize those perfect we memorize it we run we race to the grooming door and what are they what are the letters Oh, what are your favorite letters oh that's it that's really it okay let's do like a word at a letter at a time uh improv game uh i'll start Uh, okay uh, f Oh, that was mine. G. Just kidding. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> FG. What to do with this? What Forget. word starts with FG? Forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> we it type in forget about, about it. it. Uh-huh. Forget about it. That's it. It works perfectly. The lock chimes and the door to the grooming area pops open. Ooh. So we we search nu- the area. You nudge your noses inside. There's not a huge amount in here all up, really. Like, way high up on the wall are some scissors and razors. Hey, no. if you still needed to open the food, that'd on be the what wall, you'd like want. On the wall, like, hanging but, from pegs or whatever? Yeah, but they're really high up. You mm. know what? They are actually impossible for you to reach. Gotcha, you gotcha. might as well just ignore them. Okay. Below that, though, slightly more within reach, there is a shelf with a huge variety of shampoos, all different scents, flavors, all with different pictures of happy dogs on the front. Mm-hmm. And in the center of the room is a big, tall metal sink, which must be the bath. If you jump up on your hind legs, you can just reach the rim and the taps, but you can't jump all the way in, okay. which is a pity because if you stretch, you think you see something lying in that, lying flat right on the bottom. Well, we're going to go mm. ahead and turn on the water so that sucker floats to the top. Floats up to the top, baby. Nice. You scrabble with your front paws at the tap. Pretty tight, but you manage to get it going. Water loudly pours against the metal, filling the tub, and the object at the bottom starts floating up. And as soon as it's within biting reach, you turn those taps off again. The item, it's a piece of paper, but luckily it's coated in plasticky (laughs) stuff so the water didn't destroy it. It's been laminated. That could have been bad. It really could have. You read what's on it. Lower cages, same as my old locker password at school. Upper cages. Current agility course record. Laminating this one because it's the most important. Please don't throw away. Catherine. I run to get Bluey and I bring Blue. Uh, can I, uh, uh, Bluey, w- do you want to come over to this uh, room with me? I think we found the sense that you like. Huh? Will you come with me, buddy? Are you sure? I think you so. Can... Yeah, oh, I think so, I-, I don't want to get burned again. I've got such trust issues now. Can you bring them to me? Oh, Maybe you should uh... solve this puzzle yourself. Okay. All right. So I run back to the room. And can I see what flavors the shampoos are? There are a buttload of flavors. Are there any flavors that might cord, uh, uh, correlate with a, a KFC or a berry farm? Hmm. All right. So you take a look. You do see one that is called Chicken Tasty. Great. Uh, what else? Let's grab that. That seems <laughs> good. Oh, you. As for, as for berries specifically... Okay, the problem is and there's a lot of We do need to get very specific on this one. <laughs> like, do you want strawberry sunshine, raspberry rave, blueberry bliss, blackberry bonanza, luscious oh, Loganberry? Lord. There is every kind of berry. Okay, I run back to Bluey and I say, buddy, meet me halfway. Not literally, but you grew up on a berry farm, right, champ? I... Can you describe... I know you can't... You probably don't know what berry. Can you describe the look of the berries that your owner grew? Juicy. Juicy. Mm. I, I need more, buddy. Was it round? 
Was it like was it like um, big on top, smaller at the bottom, coming to a sort of not a point, but coming to a pyramid, upside My down? My memory pyramid? is starting to fade. It's been that long. <laughs> okay, so there's so many berry options that we're not going to bring him every berry. He's not going to come in to us to smell every berry. Is there anything else that would suggest Kentucky Fried Chicken? Do you like a mashed potato smell? No. No, you think you found the best KFC related one? Okay. I grab the chicken one and I bring it back. I think him smelling the, the or him or her smelling the chicken will mm-hmm. um, rejuvenate their memory hmm. or jog their memory. Great. You go back in there. You pop open the bottle of Chicken Tasty and you pour a little bit on the ground and Bluey gasps. But that's the building from across the highway. No doubt about it. The dinner rush at that place, the smells it made. I'd drool so much I'd be sent outside. But it's just not quite right without the other smells. Well, there's, there's more where that came from. More. If you just come into this room, <laughs> friend. <laughs> okay, where else can we find out what a Jack Russell maybe would like the taste of? Or like, I mean, I know we know he came from the berry farm. There's a KFC, but there's yeah. got to be some what other clue farm about. might he have come from? The Hayward's Berry Farm. Hayward's. Hey, wor- that... hey words. Why hey, don't you tell words. me what kind of berry are you? Janet, stop doing your slam poetry. Now is not hey, the time. Hey, hey, word, very, very sweet, very juicy. <laughs> Barry Levison. White, not this time. Barry Blue. Barry Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Fish. Um, <laughs> so in the name of the farm, is that is that a clue? Are we supposed to be able to suss it out just by the name of the In the of name Hayward of the farm, is that a clue or Daniel what? Daniel <laughs> Something farmy. Grass. Scarecrow. Hey. Fresh cut grass. Grass. Yeah, you can look around tractor. and... Out of those shampoos, there is one called Country Breeze that just has oh, like images of hay breeze. and cornfields on the front. Give country me that breeze. Country Breeze. Makes me feel good. to Hayward's Berry Farms. Hayward's Berry Farms. Where our dog eats chicken. Um, so I grab the Country Breeze and I race it over to Bluey and I pop open the cap and I, I pour a little on the floor. He His nose twitches. Wait. That's it. That's that's the very smell of, of the fields. How did you know? That's amazing. Oh, but it's still not quite like home. There's more to it than just Buddy, you're hay and me. chicken. There's the main scent, the one that's been with <laughs> me sure, ever sure, sure, since sure. my first day at that farm. The berries? <laughs> okay, let's look. But did, we need to did Country look Breeze count as one of the three? Yes, it, it did. It did. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, oh I just boy. don't Jeanette, know where do I don't know where else to get this third. I don't know what. Hmm. I go back yeah, to Bluey's um, sheet. Was there something we missed on the back or something? There was not. There was not. Okay. So the, we do there's know. Nothing, oh, there's know. nothing left in the homeopathic remedies. No. All you know is you need one of these berry shampoos. One of these berry shampoos. You just need to know which berry is going to be best. But Bluey won't tell us or describe it. Uh, Janet, I will say on that, I don't, I don't, this is probably nothing, but on the breed list, um, it says Jack Russell Terrier's temperament is small dog syndrome. Yeah. What, so how does is, that give us what the berry would be? A small berry? Maybe, maybe it would try and eat the biggest berry to like prove the other dog wrong. <laughs> I, uh-huh. I'm, scra- I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel, but yeah. I, there's nothing else I can small think of. Dog syndrome. So looking at you're looking at aspects of the dog bluey. Yes, right. could indicate blueberry. What type of berry. I go into I look for blueberry shampoo. Oh my god! Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I think you're getting to like 
It's like maybe he needs a small dog. Bluey. Maybe Bluey would need Blue- small the, dog berries. The reason Bluey didn't stand out to me is because I love the TV show, and I'm just like, oh, it's named after the TV show dog. And then that's I'm like, what, oh, the color blue. That's I specifically I said, I specifically said no relation uh, after they introduced uh, himself. So, so we that's go grab us. the blueberry shampoo us. and we squirt it right in, right in uh, Bluey's um, uh, direction so he can smell or sniff it. Bluey is so taken aback. That he falls onto the floor and he starts rolling around in that shampoo. Right. That's it. That's the final smell for half the year. It's all through the air. It's the first thing you smell in the morning, the last thing you smell at night. I'd be given some as a special treat most days. In fact, you know, this smell was how I got my name, apparently. Oh, don't rub I'd it I'd roll in. around in the berries whenever someone dropped one on the ground, and then they just started calling me Bluey. Bluey, James oh, Joyce, you memories. are not. We need you in this room ASAP. Louis, we got uh, you. Oh, you were gonna love doing this obstacle course. I want. I. You know what? I bet. I bet that no one can do this obstacle course better or faster than you. Or conversely, if that doesn't make you do it, I bet everyone else can do it better than you because you're so small you're so that you small, can't Bluey. do it well or quickly oh, Janet, enough. Janet, we messed up. This tiny little dog can't do this. You don't Sorry. think you <laughs> No, I hold think on, we messed up. On. I guess we should. Said... We should go to one of the bigger dogs to see if they can do the obstacle but this course. Is... Oh, you said you... agility? Yeah, it's an agility course, but you don't, you're not interested in something uh, like that. You're uh, so small. Um, yeah, I bet you... You know, on the, on the farm, there are fences everywhere. You have to be so good at jumping over them. Oh, well, none of these others. No, no one else here has any idea. I guess, I mean, I don't know. Do you want it? Can you prove that or? Yes. You're, you're, I'll, sh- I'll show you. I'll show you all. Can you Every go between, through, over, between, can... over, in, through, on? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay, go. good. Let's, well, let's go <laughs> into the agility course and we'll turn you loose. And go as fast as you can. Don't be slow. <laughs> don't you worry about that. Soon as he gets into that room, he's straight for the poles. He's straight for the ramp. He's all over it. He is. It's not just his speed that's impressive. He can take all of the corners in ways that you can't even dream and of. Janet and Janet and I are just weeping, just heels. so proud, just taking uh, pictures and like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He changes direction every time he needs to. So super quick through the poles, up the ramp, through the ring, in and out the chute. He is all over it. At the end, he gets through that final ring and he sits triumphant. The digital screen flashes. Congratulations. Time, 48.28 seconds. Previous record beaten by 0.15 seconds. So we go into the room with the dog cage room. I showed you all. <laughs> we go, yeah, 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 buddy. yeah, you're great. You're super fast, buddy. Uh, go roll in that smell some more. Go do anything else. And we go into the cage room, <laughs> and I for the upper row of cages, I put in 4843. You put in four eight four three. Mm-hmm. The doors on all of the top row cages spring open. All right. Most of the dogs leap down and they start cavorting with the wrestling ones from the bottom row. But facade, she hops down a bit more daintily. She trots towards you. Phew! Ah, the sweet taste of freedom. I'd forgotten what it was like. You're welcome. You know, I owe you two a lot. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, thank she you. Got, I'm sorry, she got her, yeah, let her. You know, <laughs> she might still. Let me take my time. Now let's get out of here. <sighs> well, unfortunately, Facade, I don't think we figured out how to get out of the actual door. Why don't we go to that door and see what it's asking of us? Yeah, you haven't actually looked at the front door yet, have you? I don't think we have. We go to mm, the exit no, and take we a haven't. look. All right, you head over to the big exit door at the end of the reception area. Mm-hmm. 
There is another keypad lock on this one. Yeah. More numbers. Can't these humans do anything different? You look around it for any hints. On the lock itself, you see four little squares. Oh, here's they where the like clusters coming to play. Yeah, they look like lights rather than uh, buttons. The first one that you look at is blank, but the last three are all lit up dull blue. Dull blue. Okay. Okay. Okay, so there's just four lights, like, in a row, or? Yeah, okay. but, like, yeah, the first one to you just sort of looks blank, and the next three are all the same dull blue color. Uh, I press the blank one. It's not a button. It's a light. Oh, it's a light. So there is a keypad underneath anything. it where you yeah. can put oh, in okay. numbers. Oh, what does the keypad are... look like? It is keypad. just numbers. Just some numbers. But Facade sort of looks at you and goes, what are you doing? Oh, Facade. Facade, we've been we've done so much for you. I press the number one and see and just to see what happens. Cool. It seems like it has taken that as input. Hmm. Uh, we checked the door to see if it just opened. <laughs> it. Do oh, no. It does not. <laughs> Boo. Facade gets up close to it and says, "Man, this is really weird. Just all these yellow lights everywhere." So the the wait a minute. The she sees yellow lights. We thought we saw no color and then dull blue, dull blue, and dull blue. Yeah, Facade just gives you a look. You two think you're so smart just because you can read. Your color vision is awful. Yeah. That, that first one's not blank, it's yellow. And the second one's yellow too. It's the last two that are blank. And the last one is, you know, darker blank than the third one. Okay, Duh. the first two. So, so Facade sees two yellows. A blank and a darker blank. And a dark, a darker blank. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how how to explain it to you. It's just what it is. Okay. Is this is this like a a different kind of colorblind thing? Like, can she somehow see some color? I mean, obviously she's seeing colors we're not seeing. Yeah, it seems like dogs have a bit of a range on the gray, yellow, blue scale. Mm -hmm. And let's go. Apparently, you were just at different ends of it. Should we go grab a third dog? Or a fourth dog to see what they see. Facade brushes that thought away and says, I've spent some time with those other dogs. Trust me, they're better off in there. And you do notice with the posters that even though the layout's not the same, that sort of color of blue that you see on the letters yeah. is a very that similar a pretty color dull to, blue. Those, to those lights. Uh, uh, so that's the blue. Uh, we bring we bring Facade over to the posters and we say, What do you see? Do you see any yellow letters on these posters? Yeah, obviously. That's a great question. That's you're so right. That's what, what you, so, there was stuff we couldn't see. Danny warned us that we could maybe not see some of the stuff. So facade, what what letters do you see highlighted on the inner dirty exit clean poster? All right, all right. So let's see. On that one, uh, oh, there's two yellows there, an I and an X. And then on uh, the next poster over, she indicates one of the S's. And sorry, all of those look blank. What do you mean by next over? Is that the soothing one? Yeah. See? One of the S's on okay. that one. There are many S's there. And those are three letters that all looked totally blank to you. But then she also points out four letters that you already have in your blue list. Two E's, an N, and a T. We might have to unscramble and get four. We've also got uh, some of those ones that are the darker blanks as well. Oh, no. What if are... you're interested in Do you in see those? any dark blanks? Oh. Mm. <laughs> um, on the poster? Just wondering. Is this she points out another four letters to you that you had already marked off in your blue section. 
an F, an O, an R, and a U. They are darker blanks. The darker blank is definitely the four. So that's a four. That goes so in the last one. Four, and then... But then the blanks that she says she saw was, was a T, an E, an E, and an N. Mm. They were the ones that were yellow to her, yeah, but they were, were still yellow. part of your blue list. Yeah. So T... E-N-E spells tenna. Tenna. So there's definitely a six in here. Yeah. If we had it and she sees it as a darker blank, we see it as a dull blue, she sees it as a darker blank, then the last one is definitely a four. That mm-hmm. last panel yeah. that last panel is definitely going to be four. So the last one we need to open will be hitting the number four, right? That sounds right. The things that she sees that we also saw that were the less dark blank, was that the T, E, E, and N? Yes. Those are letters that looked blue to you and look yellow. That could be a teen, like 14, 15, 16, a teen. That could be a teen number, right, Adol? And so that's, and, but that color would correspond with the light that we see as blue and she sees as yellow, so that would be the second one. What are the total? So, what's the total numbers that she sees as yellow and that we see as blue? You had a whole bunch of those letters that were all blue to you, right? Which was your original list, right? She saw some that were yellow. Four of those yellow letters you also saw as blue. That was T E E N. Okay. The S I and X she saw as yellow, and to you they were just blank letters. Right. They didn't seem coloured at all. So to us, that would be the very first one. So the first one's six. The second one is something teen. And then the so things could, that she can't see at all. It could be 16. First one's six, second one teen. So the first, the first one, two numbers six. are one, six. And then there's a thing we can see and she didn't see at all. E and I and two N's. So that would be nine. That's definitely nine. Okay. So, so one, one, six, nine, six, four. Nine, four? We shove facade out of the way and race to the door to put in 1694. The front door makes a clicking sound and pops open. Oh, we did it. (laughs) You dig into the gap with your noses. You push open the rest of the way and you smell the smell of open air. That smell in the world. It's so good. Except for food that our owners Okay, it's no, it's no berries, chicken, and dirt. And butts. Butts. <laughs> Nothing better than butts, but air is nice. It's up there. <laughs> Come on down to berries, chicken, and dirt. <laughs> Let's all leave. I don't know how we're going to survive, but hopefully a nice rescue mm. organization will come and help us with the microchips being reunited <laughs> with our roommates, some of whom we may decide are dead to us because they wanted us to get clean when all we want to do is mm. live dirty. Don't worry, says Facade. I've got it all planned out. Remember my other roommate, the one who moved out? You know, the good one? Mm -hmm. He had a really distinct scent. Super strong. I'd recognize it anywhere. In fact, I can smell it just a tiny bit on the air right now. Okay, Phil Collins. She takes the lead. And even though the sky doesn't get any lighter, you're pretty sure you follow her for days as she tracks the scent. You go through twisting lanes, along busy highways, and everything in between, and then at long last, she stops. Here, she says. You crane your heads up. In front of you is an enormous gate with wrought iron words atop it. The upper word is too high for you to make out, but the two lower words are long. University housing. The three of you scurry under the gate and along a wide, unlit road. There are buildings everywhere. Facade complains that the smell is getting harder to follow, not because it's getting weaker, but because it's too strong. It's coming from almost every direction. 
I guess he walks around all these places a lot, she sighs, pressing her nose even further into the ground. She seems to get her confidence back. She picks a direction. She leads you to one specific building and one of the many, many closed doors. She gives the door a tentative scratch. Did you hear something? Muffled voice comes from inside. And Facade's tail goes crazy. That's him! She can't keep herself from giving an excited whine, and the voice inside makes a confused sound. Then you hear footsteps approaching. Facade stays put, but the two of you back away. This isn't your reunion. The door swings open, and a young man is silhouetted against the interior light. What the... Facade? Hat? Hat? What? What? Facade leaps into his arms, scrambling, whining, licking, and the man laughs even though he is clearly baffled. Man, Facade, you stink. Mum and Dad promised they'd keep a close eye on you. Some job they did. Okay, okay. Look, Facade, technically it's against the rules, but you're a good girl, aren't you? You won't give anyone any trouble. Hey guys, we got a new roommate for a while. When Facade is safely and happily inside, the two of you turn to leave, satisfied. You probably still stink too after the messes you've been making. But, you know, to show consideration to your own roommates, you'll have a swim in the creek on the way home. That'll make them happy. Sure it will. Absolutely. The, the stinky old fishy creek. It's gonna and be great. that's the end of the room. Oh, oh. We got bark, 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 yip, 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 <laughs> happy barks, happy barks, <laughs> tail wag, tail wag. Yeah. Tail wag, tail wag. Tail wag, tail wag. Tail wag. Tail wag. Tail wag. Tail wag.